1: Hey everyone, this is Roman Prokopchuk, and this is the Digital Savage Experience podcast. Today, I have with me Vikram Rajan, co-founder of Videosocials.net and co-founder of PhoneBlogger.net. Thank you for joining me today.
0: Thanks, Roman. Looking forward to chatting.
1: So, what's kind of your origin story? Where did you get started? How it how did it get you to the twenty nineteen you?
0: Sure. Um, So I started out uh, running a management consulting firm with my dad. Uh, This was about 15 years ago. And uh, fast forward so that we don't take up the whole interview with this part. um, I I was his right-hand person. I I was a guy who uh, introduced him to referral relationships that would bring him as a management consultant into clients, small business owner clients. And so the people I introduced him to were mainly commercial business lawyers and CPA accountants. Um, And they became essentially family friends because I was in my early 20s at the time and I didn't have gray hair back then. And uh, my dad had the gray hair exclusively. And and so they knew me, they knew my father, so they they became family friends. So fast forward a couple of years, I wanted to bring on my own clients more from marketing consulting, more than management consulting. So I turned to essentially my family friends, my uh, business colleagues, and they were mainly lawyers and accountants. And so a few of them wanted my help, the same way I helped my dad, and that's how I fell into the world of practice marketing for boutique professional service firms, uh, again, uh, CPA firms, uh, attorneys, and uh, related professionals. And um, built up a good uh, consulting practice in the suburbs of New York City out of Long Island, and uh, grew enough to bring on a partner, filled up his time, and then we looked at each other when we were both full with a book of business, now what, what do we do? Do we scale with another partner? Do we bring on junior associates? Or do we productize what we need to offer for our clients? And that's the route we went through to help our clients do what they knew they, knew sh- they should be doing to stay top of mind with word of mouth referral relationships, uh, but they were too busy to get it done. So we came up with an idea of interviewing our clients over the phone and turning what they say into optimized articles, and that telephone interview into blog articles is what we call phone blogging, and that became the service of phoneblogger.net. We now have nine people on staff and clients around the country, mainly law firms and accounting firms that do this to stay top of mind through blogs, through LinkedIn, and other social media posts and email newsletters. But then last year, we kept getting asked, asked about video. And as I'm sure we all have seen, that almost half of the posts that we see on LinkedIn, let alone Facebook, uh, are all video posts. So we want to figure out how we could do the same type of innovative content pulling out of our clients as we do with blogger. how can we do it with video. So, uh, just recently we started bringing together 8 to 10 of our clients, and now outside of clients, new members. Onto what we call video socials, video blogging clubs. And I can go into more detail or I can kind of explain what video blogging clubs are now. What do you think, Roman?
1: Yeah, you can uh, tell the audience what video
0: clubs are. Yeah, sure. So we, it's very simple. We bring about eight to 10 attorneys or consultants or accountants onto a Zoom video conference call. And we each take two to three minutes to present a topic to the video room. Uh, These are essentially video blog topics of knowledge. Um, Literally, we use a tool that's available at blogbrainstormer.com to come up with uh, post ideas for our clients, so anyone could use that. And so we each take two to three minutes to present this topic. After the three minutes, we then pause to gather feedback and introductions from the other colleagues and peers on the Zoom video conference call. Uh, so that it almost becomes video blogging plus a little bit of networking as well. And it's a roundtable, so then the rest of the folks go, and instead of getting the feedback, you give the feedback to the next presenter. And it takes about 45 minutes, and it's a fun way of getting video blogging done together. And uh, it, it helps anyone who's really nervous or procrastinating what they know they need to be doing video on their website, on LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube, etc. And it's helps our clients again stay top of mind with referral relationships, but be even that much more a video, especially when you know it, it takes a little bit of practice. Maybe they don't want to be plunged into the world of Facebook Live, and on the other hand, they want uh, to, they, they know uh, hiring a videographer and sound editing and lighting may be kind of overkill for social media. I, I'm sorry to call it it's like wearing a tuxedo to a barbecue. It's kind of out of place where it's so polished of a video You really want your video blogs on social media to be conversational and that's what our members get with video socials
1: yeah i think it's important to have kind of all your content types covered whether it's Mm -hmm. written image based video and voice and obviously if you create one type you can then transcribe it or transform it into other pieces like you're doing which obviously has and holds a lot of value
0: Yeah, spot on. So once someone does a video uh, with video socials, it's up to them whether or not they want to go public with the video. If they like it, of course they could post it, but if they don't like it, they have a couple of options. They could come back the following week and re-record that same video topic, or of course just pick another topic, And in that way, it's kind of like Toastmasters for video blogging. It's a practice environment in addition to production. But they also have the option of what you just said in terms of transcription. They can transcribe the uh, video. And if they go public with the video, we could then add captions or subtitles to the video, which uh, greatly increases engagement. But we could also use the transcription and format that as a blog article with or without the video. And that's great for SEO purposes in addition to people skimming it and quoting it for work of mouth sharing and, 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 and other purposes like that so you get the best of both worlds you get obviously audio and video with a bit with actual video but then you get yeah blog posts and social media posts with the transcription
1: yeah that's super important in 2019 so what is your greatest flaw that you were able to turn into kind of your greatest asset uh,
0: well for the business um, so I would say number one uh, was billing. Um, I, I, I don't know if it's my issues with money you know I don't know I've, I've never seen a therapist so you know not, nothing against it but I've never had. so I haven't psychoanalyzed my, my hang-ups over billing but quite frankly I know between time management poor organizational skills maybe some money issues I was horrible at billing my clients and thus collecting on a regular basis and as soon as I went to a subscription model where clients and now members pay by credit card it's a recurring revenue. It's a stepladder growth of my business. And it's well worth the couple of points I pay in terms of credit card processing fees to know that the money just comes in you know, I could glorify and say that you know the money comes in while I sleep, but whatever, it's basically recurring subscription revenue on credit card really changed my life when it came to phone blogger and now video social. So if people don't take credit cards, that's 100 percent, they should do that. It's really convenient. And if they can create some type of recurring revenue subscription model, it's better for everyone, including clients who know they're going to get the service uh, promised and, and make it really easy for everyone in terms of billing
1: yeah i think one of the most streamlined kind of uh billing options nowadays is subscription or something that's reoccurring where you don't have to collect a different amount month to month or you know invoice them where it's directly taken from the the client's account and you don't have to worry and kind of streamline that process correct so one what's one piece of professional advice you can give to listeners
0: uh, create systems and habits would be definitely if they're uh, the sooner they're able to create habits for themselves the sooner they can create systems to create habits on of people on their team the better. I would even say the second is to have that team to kind of have you know even you know Captain Kirk had his number one you know so you need your right hand person uh, it could be an independent contractor to begin with but you know as you kind of treat the person as an employee they probably get, should be a uh, part of your staff. But the sooner you are, you go from solo to a team, the better it is in terms of leverage, time management. You're able to focus on your strengths. You're able to get more done in less time. And of course, part of that is creating habits for oneself and systems for others, which are basically creating habits for others.
1: Yeah, I think that's very important because if you don't have a you know a, a good system or you know positive or productive habits, you kind of get. Sidetracked very easily in business and in you know a personal sense as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's, it's hard to maintain standards. It's hard to replicate. It's hard to be efficient. It's hard to find bottlenecks. You know, every time it's like reinventing the wheel. I mean, it's silly. You know, you especially if, you know not everything can be so replicative, replicatable in every business. But there's definitely aspects that are the same each go round. And, you know, I like the mass customization aspect of my business. So I I, I like that uh, where I can give someone a customized product, but in a very uh, mass replicable process like phone blogs or or video socials. So everyone has their own individual value, but does it in a very similar process.
1: Yeah, I agree. Uh, What motivates you to succeed on, you know, a personal or a business level?
0: Well, you know. It, it, it's, I can't take hopes and dreams to the supermarket, so I definitely like getting paid. But you know, beyond that, I love being able to create something that the world hasn't seen before. And look, you know, at the end of the day, I'm not, I know I'm not curing cancer—at least not yet. But in my own way, with phone blogger, I, I remember kind of people, kind of just being intrigued and going, "Huh, that's a really clever idea." And that kind of is it, just a kind of the best compliment I can get. Um, especially you know the next is when they actually join and pay me, but uh, before that, at least it's like, huh, that's really innovative, that's really unique, that's really clever, and I hope I'm doing the same thing with videosocials.net as well, where we're bringing something to the world that I think is a relatively simple idea, but yet profound because we're getting it done with our members, with our clients, and. So that that's what motivates me. I want to create something that catches on, that's cool, that's fun to do, that people want to rave about with others, uh, and people want to do things with others. So, you know, with video socials, people can invite their colleagues and swap testimonials. So I rave about you, and I record a video for you and your website and your social media, and, you know, it's kind of understood that you're now going to record a testimonial about me from my website and my social media and we're both doing it for each other and we're doing it from the eight other colleagues who are interested in helping us improve and achieve greater things as well is a really fun aspect, fun twist on what we're doing at Video Socials. So it's kind of that the fun innovative way of getting content marketing done in a systematic habit which anything that becomes a habit has um, has the uh, tendency or the um, um, possibility of becoming boring because a habit becomes a rut and we get taken for granted. And unless we keep it spicy, keep it fun, and keep it jazz, it's very easy to fall off the habit if it's not fun anymore. And that could be from fitness to marriage to really any hobby to any mission-driven activity, including our content marketing.
1: Yeah, I agree. And also, I think when you're creating content or anything you're putting out there, if it doesn't have a emotional trigger or something that yeah. is memorable attached to yeah. it, it won't be top of mind or a memory. Because if you think about it, anything you learned over time, the things you remember have a emotional tie in or trigger to it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of why we love music. It has an emotional trigger. It's why we like food. It has an emotional trigger, happy or sad and uh, absolutely it gives us the ability to do that with our content and text you could definitely be very influential with it's just even easier to be influential and engaging with video so really excited where we're kind of evolving phone blogger uh, to to 2019
1: yeah and I can see other uses for it as well because my my start in digital marketing is in the legal profession I work for a company called LexisNexis internally basically managing basically they had a in-house type of setup where it's an in-house agency where they help firms around the country small medium and large firms with digital marketing diff you know seo ppc social different other you know initiatives so i can see it as a way to help attorneys approve content yeah. as well so if you yeah. know you write something or you create you know content based on strategy and if it in some way misrepresents or it doesn't get the um, right the desired result, you can just tell the attorney, well, listen, jump on, write something down, or, you know, top of mind, just narrate in terms of facts and how you want it to sound, okay. spit it out, that you have the audio, and then you can transcribe the audio, you know, give it back to them, and then obviously implement it on the website. So that's actually really useful.
0: Yeah, you got it. I mean, that's exactly why we created blogger because we, we saw that there are ghostwriters where they'll research and they'll write the article for lawyers. And, you know, there are ethical considerations there, ethical with a little e, but also ethical in the sense of attorney advertising ethics. And, you know, for the listeners, believe it or not, attorneys do have ethics and they have to abide by them according to their bar associations or they could be disbarred. I mean, they could actually have real license issues of practicing if they do things against the attorney advertising rules. And and part of that controversially is getting other people to write content for them and so the way we're able to do it properly is by involving the client because our client is the author of their phone blog they're just essentially dictating it or having a conversation interview around it now it's even more so uh, with video social because it's literally them on video so it's it's, you know we're we're just facilitating them expressing themselves and at the end of the video our technology upgrades the zoom recording to HD quality because uh, Zoom recordings aren't HD or and definitely never fully HD, we also add our client's logo, contact information, and attorney advertising or any other professional disclaimers that our members would need to show, uh, and that that's done through our technology. So uh, it, it becomes that added bonus specific. Uh, to the types of clients that we serve as members of video socials, attorneys, accountants, consultants, other people that very often need to show disclaimers um, where they have to kind of disclaim what they say or disclose certain facts about what they do. Uh, Very similar um, in the sense of financial services, registered investment advisors, certified financial planners, etc. They also have to uh, get things approved as well as show disclaimers and disclosures. So, um, yeah, Absolutely, of course. I know that's this nexus, so we should chat offline and, and if that continues to be a market for you. Yeah, I definitely
1: like see the value in what you're doing, and especially in regulated industries where you can't really misquote the professional. Correct. Correct. So I appreciate you coming on. Tell the listeners how they can find you.
0: Well, you know... Being a digital marketer, I'm kind of easy to find online, as you would imagine. So if you go into LinkedIn, you can just type my full name. I'm sure it's in the show notes. V-I-K-R-A-M Vikram Rajan, R-A-J-A-N. I actually prefer email above all. So Vic V-I-K, at phoneblogger.net is probably the easiest way to get a hold of me. Um, And I'm always uh, up for answering questions. And quite frankly, if anyone wants to come on to a Video Socials Club as my guest and present a two to three minute topic, take me up on the offer, promote your business uh, through an educational nugget of knowledge, two to three minutes, get some feedback, perhaps some introductions, and also get, let's say, a free video, if you will, uh, for your LinkedIn, Facebook, other social, including YouTube, your website, and give it a try. And of course, I'd be honored if any listeners wanted to become members of VideoSocials.net.
1: That's awesome. Well, I really appreciate you coming on. Likewise, Roman. Thank you for having me. This podcast has been brought to you by Nova Zora Digital. Find out how Nova Zora Digital can help your company grow online. Learn more at
0: NovaZoraDigital.com. Until next time, all you digital savages.